Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelly Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast, Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, you're going to share it. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Oh, I tell you, it has been a great week so far. How about you? So yesterday morning was uh, hysterical. I was... I. You most, I go to bed every night with my husband. I wake up most mornings in the spare room, in my dressing room. He snores. So you know what? As a married couple, we deal with what we have to deal with. We move on. He needs me. I need him. But you know what? I need to sleep. So uh, luckily, it's just across the hall. So I zip, close the door. I sleep for another five hours. Woke up at 7.30. Great. But I must have fallen back asleep. And that's usually what time I wake up, between 7.30 and 8. I'm not a super early morning riser. I work at home. My gorgeous office that I do all my accounting magic in is, uh, is, is in my home, luckily, and, uh, and I'm very, very fortunate. So the phone rings at like eight minutes after eight in the morning, and I come out of a dream. Like I was so embedded in there. I was just like a tick on a dog. I was just out of it. And I do that whole uh, pinball thing down the hallway to my desk. I was like, hello, because I was thinking it might be my son. Now, my son's in South Africa. He's an IT um, genius that works on servers, and he's sort of made mine sites, uh, mining sites, his specialty the last year or so. And um, he's now in South Africa to mine site there for three months. And because of the time difference and getting proper cell service and Skyping and internet, we have weird times that he, he said he would be in touch. So I'm thinking, oh, it could be Ryan. Because let me tell you, I don't know about you guys in this day and age, but I don't answer my home phone unless it's my mother and I can see her on call display or now my son in South Africa because every other phone call is, an, is a marketing company of some sort. Anyways, it wasn't. It was the CRA. Now, up in Canada, that's our government. <laughs> and she was phoning about a client. And I know this lady quite well. I've been working with her for a few weeks on an audit. And um, she laughed. I mean, she heard my voice and laughed. And I was like... R, I can't say her name. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm not awake. And she goes, call me back later. Well, that's great. And as it turned out, my son did call me in the afternoon. His schedule now is, is different with the problems he's having with internet in South Africa. And we had a great chat and caught up. Now, I bring that up because I want to talk a little bit about perspective and dealing with people. So if you didn't catch the fact that a CRA person was having a joke with me, I hope you didn't miss that. That is what comes from having a mindset that says they're just people. They have a job to do, and don't get me wrong, I know you've called into the government and reached some psycho, and you're like, do these people not take lessons on learning how to deal with the public? Well, actually, funny you should ask, 20 years ago they did. <laughs> because let me tell you, the CRA was a little tough to deal with in the 90s. And then uh, I guess there was enough public complaint that they kind of went through a training of some sort, and they're a whole lot better. And now that when they answer the phone, they have to give you their name and their ID so that you can complain about them personally if you have to. I just love that. I think it's funny. However, I don't go, I don't phone the government expecting problems because I know how to deal with them. That is my job. People pay me to deal with the CRA. Um, that's what I say. People just don't, it's, it's like an unknown for them dealing with the government. So it freaks people out. Well, great. They pay me to deal with them. So I go in expecting that someone's going to give me great service. Do you do that or do you go in with an expectation and I don't just mean talking to the government, I mean a lot of things in your life, with an expectation that it's going to be a different outcome. Because let me tell you, we are what we think people. So if you're putting that out there, you're getting it back. So I'm just saying, back to perspective. So your perspective is, is unique. And it comes from you how you were raised and the experiences in your life. 
So Dr. Bradley Nelson talks about the heart wall, and um, I'm really hoping he'll let me interview him one, on, on one of my podcasts. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after that, and then he can talk about the heart wall on the podcast. Because basically, that is just simply something we've built around ourselves to protect ourselves from hurt. But then it gets in the way of how we are perceived in the world and how emotions are flowing back and forth. And your perspective is really no different. I took a course in my late 20s called The Pursuit of Excellence. Fabulous. And it was, it was where I started. It was just around the time with the, husband, the ex-fiance that was abusive, turned a corner in my life, and this course came out of it. So some great things came out of that really nasty relationship. Two amazing girlfriends, I think I've mentioned and I did this course and it started me on my my openness you know my awareness so I was so grateful and one of the instructors in that course they talk about aligning your circles you know who you are as a person and what you're presenting to the world and where that gets all icky is we have this filter over our eyes we see the world through our past our experiences our perceptions That doesn't mean we're seeing it clearly. We're seeing it from our point of view. And that also doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that you need to be aware of it. So I've got a 28-year-old son in South Africa who hasn't traveled the world yet. I I have been in other countries and, and I just love it. I just love going to places and seeing how people live. Um, I used to love Bones, the series when it first started because the character that plays Dr. Bones or uh, whatever her name is uh, in that show she would always go off in these tangents about other cultures. You know, how she was always questioning, saying, hey, just because, you know, you think that way in North America, you know, there's lots of places all over the world that don't think that way. This is how they treat this. And I always found that quite fascinating because it's very true. We are always judging from our perspective. So he is over there now in a completely a different country with different languages, with dif- different ethnic issues. He can't get all the foods he's, he's used to. And... It is just a fabulous experience for him. He's loving it. I'm loving he's experiencing it because it's opening his mind. And let me tell you, if you ever want your children to have a different perspective on something, send them to Europe in their teen years or in, you know, in their childhood before they hit adulthood. Their lives will change forever because they will never see the world the same way. They can't. You literally cannot look at the world the same way once you've experienced something. Because the experience is now with you. Once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. Once you've heard it, you can't unhear it. That's just kind of how it works. So if you're living in a bubble, in your little North American bubble, I really suggest you, you know, kind of expand that a little bit. But anyways, back to my son calling. And so this was his perspective for him is is really shifting and I'm just loving it. I also had a um, huge amount of gratitude for, for him calling and hearing his voice and and gratitude is something you should be, you know, practicing every day in the littlest ways. So for instance, two days ago, why has my week been great? A uh, number of things. My son called. Great. I hadn't talked to him in a week and a half. Today, I'm heading downtown and I'm spending my, the birthday money my mom gave me on some girly stuff. I'm going to go look after me today for a couple hours before I come home and get back to a year end I have to work on for a client. And I'm excited. I, I booked this about like a month or so ago and I'm very excited. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. And the boys, that would be my husband and his buddy down the street, who's like my little brother, I just love Darren, they come up and install my new dishwasher. Now, you might be thinking, it's a dishwasher. Like, I am one of those women, do not buy me appliances for Christmas, I'm sorry, I'm a bit of a princess that way. But, 
Uh, I love appliances, okay? I love my kitchen, so I love gorgeous appliances. I love good appliances. I like, I just love to use them. So that's not a big sacrifice in my budget that I got a new dishwasher. Our other one died, flooded the floor. You know, I have probably mentioned that we purchased this house a year ago, so it's not brand new. I didn't build it, and like my old house. So there's things that have just started to go in the house. So I got a new Bosch stainless steel self-heating dishwasher, which is very important in my home because I have this weird on-demand hot water system that doesn't always kick in when the appliances turn on. So lots of times my old dishwasher, it was washing in cold water. That's a whole nightmare. Like be aware people, when you're making choices, if you're renovating your building, doing things in your life, step five steps beyond the consequences of your decision. Know what happens when if you're doing this, it might affect that. That works in every area of your life, not just building a house. Your life, your job, your home, your children, five steps out, consequences five levels out, and then come back and make your, make your decision. I usually, when people are making decisions, I only give them three options, but in this particular case, I would always step a little further out. So I am thrilled a beautiful stainless steel dishwasher. I don't have to walk into the other kitchen across the house. Yeah, I have two kitchens. It's a long story. I, I live in a home that was designed to have multiple suites in it for a family that all wanted to live together. And so the basement, the whole lower part of this house is quite large, but it's actually two suites put together. So yes, I have a big, beautiful dining room and, and TV area, but I have two kitchens. The other kitchen, we sort of just took the stove out of it and made it a bar. Um, but I have two kitchens. So uh, luckily I had a dishwasher, but now I've got this great new dishwasher. So I'm pretty excited. And you might think that's hilarious. She's going, she's ranting on for three minutes about a dishwasher. Gratitude people. The point I'm trying to make here is about the gratitude. If you find pleasure in simple things every day and all the time, you're going to just have a better, happier life. You just are. You know, when people meet me, they're like, oh my gosh, your energy. And you know, people like being around me because I'm always happy. Um, now, my husband would disagree with that because don't forget what goes on behind closed doors in our lives and our struggles. Unfortunately, our spouses and those closest to us witness that. But out in the world, despite my struggles with a lot of things in my life, I'm a very happy person. And I take a lot of gratitude in little small things. I just, I just love them. So that happened. Now, Here's another example of gratitude that made me laugh this morning. And that's actually the reason I'm on this podcast this morning. I wasn't going to podcast today, but uh, was my girlfriend on Facebook this morning. I was just quickly checking my feed and there she posts a picture of someone named Luke LaPrade or LaProd. He is the inventor of air conditioning, apparently. <laughs> who wouldn't, who, who would have known? And she's like, thank you. <laughs> now, it's supposed to be a bit of a joke, but the bottom line is that's just gratitude being expressed yet again. If there was just more gratitude in our world, the world would be a better place. So she is a Canadian, but she lives down in the States and she's in, in, um, in Portland, Oregon, or just outside. And, uh, and I guess it's a heat wave down there, which we are not experiencing in Vancouver right now, I might add. I've just, we've had rain for weeks. We just, summer has not started yet. And, uh, and she's just showing a little gratitude with a bit of humor for whoever the freak invented air conditioning. Yay team. Now, there's one more thing I wanted to mention. Oh, I know what it was. Um, the podcast. Thank you all so much for your support so far. But I have to laugh that the most downloaded podcast is the one I did on network marketing. <laughs> it's like, what? Did all you all have questions about that? And I received feedback from it, just saying, hey, Shell, thanks, that was great. Somebody actually is happy they joined a company. Another person was 
gave it two weeks, had no support and left. They said, I just, I'm cutting my losses and walking away. And I had to laugh. So I'm glad I could help. <laughs> and thank you all for the feedback. I so appreciate the feedback. Please don't hesitate to email me at Shelly, that's E-Y, at living, or no, sorry, livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. My apologies. Or catch me on Twitter because I love the feedback and, um, and I respond to it. It's wonderful. So the last thing I'm going to mention today before I, uh, I cut, this, cut this short today. The one more thing I'm going to say about gratitude is uh, for my husband, actually. Now, he would die because he's going to one. He hasn't listened to all these podcasts yet. <laughs> Thank heavens. But he will. And uh, he'll be like, hey, I'm like, oh, sweetie, it's nothing. Nobody doesn't know about you. My husband is not the healthiest eater. Now, he'll deny this in public and to the world, but oh my goodness, anyone that spends two minutes with him knows that he doesn't live like I live, okay? He just does not. But I made the decision months ago that I was going to stop harassing him about it and just support him. I just, was just going to love on him. So I started, and women, never mind shaking your head. You have to understand we all have this place in life. I have the time, the inclination because I'm home and I love the kitchen. So yes, I have started making him breakfast and lunch. I've packed, started packing his lunch. And we've been together 17 years. Now I may joke that he lives in an all-inclusive when he walks in the front door, but I don't do his laundry. Never have. I married him, you know, we met in our mid thirties. He was a grown man and uh, I didn't do his laundry. He was doing his own laundry then, he can carry on. Okay, so I've never done his laundry. I do the household laundry, bedding and stuff, but I don't do his laundry and I'm never going to. <laughs> but I, I look after him when it comes to the kitchen completely. So I've got him back on his protein shake in the morning. And you know, if that's the only way I can get one fruit into him, at least he's not getting scurvy. And I pack his lunch. Now he is a blood type O that is the typical unhealthy blood type O where he just wants to live on starches and sugar, which is so just terrible for his blood type. They are, you know, they are the blood type that should always be on the paleo diet. Like they are not designed for grains at all. And because of it, he suffers physically with some of some issues because of his eating habits, but that's not the point of this. The point is just showing a little love and gratitude again. So I've started feeding him <laughs> again, figured if, you know, if that's the, if I can control some of that and he's happy to eat it because he likes, he loves to be loved. So he packs his little lunch and he is, he's just, you know, gets that little sly smile that says he, yeah, she made me lunch again. Yay. Yay me. And, uh, and he eats it. He might complain about it. Like he'll, oh, really? Is there a vegetable in there? Is there a fruit in there? But he eats it all. And I've also given up the battle of trying to get him to eat what I eat. You know, instead I make compromises. He is a starch fanatic. So what do I do? I get him Fig Newtons. That's a step above chocolate chip cookies or, or, you know, other nonsense. At least there's some fiber in there and whole wheat. And I, I'm going to do, I'll do a whole podcast on wheat people. I don't think anyone should eat it in this day and age with GMOs, but I can't fight his inclination. But I tell you what happened the other day. I come into the kitchen. He's picked up bread because obviously I forgot to get it. And instead of white bread, which normally he just eats the least healthy starches on the planet. If it's white, no fiber, full of sugar, he's, he's on it. Like, like a ugly onto an ape. There was flaxseed whole wheat bread on the counter. And I'm like, I didn't buy that. So you know what? I will never even tell him this to his face. He's only going to hear this if he listens to this podcast. But I took a moment to have gratitude again because all I did, the only thing I did was love on him for four or five months and he made a choice to make a better choice. And I hate to compare my husband to children because that's really, that's just rude. And he's not a little boy. He's a grown man. 
but it it's with anything in your life. You know, if you're fighting with your mother and you're always arguing or your children, are you always in conflict trying to impose your point of view? Or do you have the ability to stand back and just love them for who they are and what they are? And then if you're able to steer a little bit of better habits along the way, yay team. If you can do a little course correction for them, great. That is what loving is and what gratitude is in the world. So I hope you have a great day. I'll tell you tomorrow if uh, anything spectacular happens in my appointments today. And uh, if I can recommend anything, I will. Other than that, I will catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast or just leave a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side.